From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone, welcome to Diz Unplugged, the roundtable discussion for August 9th, 2011. I'm John Mangi, and I'll be your host this week, and I am joined by Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, Max the Intern, Teresa Eccles, and Kathy Whirling. Kind of random order you did. I did. Yeah, I really switched it up this around. time, didn't I? I think he's just trying to make those intros a little more interesting. I am. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. It gets boring for me after a while. Yeah. Yeah, it does for us, too. Pete and... <laughs> can fix that real easy. <laughs> Pete and Walter are currently on a Disney Cruise Line Alaska vacation. And hopefully they'll be back with us next week. In this segment, Corey and Julie Martin are going to give us their impressions of their recent backstage magic adventures by Disney vacation. And we talked about this before we uh, before we started recording. We're not going to do a step by step. We've done this with everybody, and right. people know what these adventures entail. We're really mostly interested in you're kind of the last bunch of our group. Yeah, we are the last. You are the yeah. well, except for Max, but he's never going on yeah. one. <laughs> You know, and, and be- <laughs> Max went to Europe. Don't yeah. feel sorry for Max. Yeah, really. You've been to oh, Europe. Poor Max. Poor Max. So, yeah, we want to get more of your impressions of it. Did what we talk about live up to what you've experienced? And also, I understand you guys had some challenges this time, so I want to hear about those. You know, um, going into this, being the last, I kind of went into it uh, with the feeling that this was my fifth time doing it. Because yeah. we've been hearing about it for so, mu- you know, so many shows and even... Um, you know, even off the podcast, you know, people that have been on the trip have talked about it. So I kind of went into it thinking that I knew what was going to happen, that I just had it down. Um, not that I wasn't excited, but I just had that feeling that I've, I know what's going to happen. Nothing's going to surprise me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was absolutely wrong. I mean, even from, from day one, it, you know, it was, uh, it was a surprise. You know, I've been to Hollywood before. I've been to Disneyland before. So, I'm like, okay, I, I want to be surprised. I want I want a new experience. And this was a new experience. Did you guys ever stay at that Renaissance? Corey had. Uh, yeah, I think we were doing a, it was like a one or two nighter. I shared well, that was a, when shared we a, fled from one resort. I shared a room with Bob. Okay, I yeah. forgot that you were on that, that trip. But yeah, that's when we stayed at that hotel. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'd only walked through that hotel. I don't know if you did it when you guys did your challenge. We didn't stay there, no. George Clooney still in the lobby? What? Oh, the Renaissance. Yeah. He sits at a table and looks very sexy sitting there. You missed him? Oh Teresa spotted him before we were even in the door. It's a wax figure. Never saw it. Really? Never saw it. I never saw it either. Oh, it must have been just for It was hot. I don't think I mean, there was a wax melted. figure. I understand that they saw it at sure. Michael's. I didn't. Nikki did. In the, or did she really? She saw him in the airport when she was leaving oh. New Jersey. What the heck was he doing there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Filling out his restraining order. <laughs> Go ahead, Corey. You know, but th- this, uh, this trip, you know, we've heard repeatedly how awesome the guides were and how traveling with a bunch of people, how great it was. And it really was. I mean, f- just from the start, we, hear, we heard a lot about Michael um, as a tour guide. He was incredible. We also had Jamie, um, another tour guide. I think Pete had him on his first trip. We had, had Michael and Jamie also. Yeah. They were, they were great together. And... And it really is, you know, it, it's a it's a hands off vacation. It, it I said this at the farewell the farewell dinner that it felt like I was on a cruise that I can mm-hmm. just put my keys away, 
keep them in the bag and they told you where to be what time you know what you were doing you really didn't have to do anything just bring yourself and your your lanyard because you know you put all your stuff in there your key your tickets it's a your- very carefree vacation mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about anything it's you're like being coddled Right. I mean, we barely took any of our own photos, like personal photos. Corey brought his camera out a few times, but um, I think most of our photos came from, from Michael or Jamie. Yeah. Because they the carry little take, pocket cameras. Yep, they take pictures while you're there, and the photo CDs available. What did you think of the first night? Where did you guys have dinner? We had dinner at the Grill. Which is in the Hollywood and Highland Center, which that was awesome. That was awesome. This we, is a change from what they usually do. Usually it's in a conference room, and they kind of have plated meals. That's what we were did told. Did you guys eat at the Grill? No, they. No, we had we were upstairs in that little restaurant. This the was twist. the first time twist. they did the grill. Twist, right. I think grill is one of our favorite. We places. did eat at the grill over there. We though. actually had amazing. lunch there that day <laughs> because we wanted. We kind of were curious about the food and whatever. And um, our server Johnny actually brought us a preview of the ABD menu so that we didn't order anything that was going to be on there that oh, that's night. Cool. So that, that was, was, was really nice. Was really nice of them. None of the trips that we've been on have been to the grill because, as you said, it's the first time. But we've eaten there every trip we've gone out. We like that. I was, was happy excellent. to hear that was added. And good service too. Yeah, they, um, you know, wine was included. Right. We actually sat in a booth that night at the dinner. They had several tables and several booths reserved, and um, a couple was sitting there, Danica and Leah, and I'm like, well, let's just sit there with them. Turns out they were from Louisiana. And so we bonded with them over the trip, of course, just both, you know, the four of us being from Louisiana. Um, But some of the challenges that we had, uh, one of our listeners, um, Chris, she had limited vision. Yeah. So they, our guides were excellent with her, um, making sure that she got to up close to be able to see things or making sure that, you know, if it was a dark area, we all made sure that there was a way for her to get by. Everyone was very, not, I won't say sensitive, but just we wanted to accommodate yeah. her and make her not feel like she was out of place, you know? It's a very unusual thing. You're traveling with all these people who are, for the most part, not our groups, but for the most part, they're strangers, and you all look after each other. Yeah. You all sort of watch each other, make sure everybody's okay and doing everything, especially when there's a kid on the trip. It's amazing. We didn't Sarah have any was kids. awesome. Yeah, she's, she was I mean, the youngest. She's a teenager. Well, yeah, um, she's not a kid. <laughs> and she actually said, you know, she was a little worried about being on this trip because she was the only teenager. You know, she thought she'd probably just be hanging with her mom the whole time, which I think would have been fine with her because it seems like Sarah and Kelsey have a, a very great mother-daughter relationship. They, um, they take care of each other. Actually, I think Sarah takes care of Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> but she was wonderful to be around, and we all had a great time with her, too. Sarah's a great person. Yeah. You know, at the end of these trips, you become a professional group photo taker. You know, not taking the photo, but huddling up into a group mm-hmm. and like little spots and staircases and I need everybody to group in front of this Mickey. It's right. like, okay, there's, only, have, there's only four feet right here. How are we going to do and this? And you have the people who always instinctively go down on the knee. Yeah. I was <laughs> always that person right? because, I, you know, we did have like, you know, some, some people who were older and there. <laughs> Paula Sillars from New Zealand. Her, her mom was with her, Marion. <laughs> she's like, I can't get down. If I get down, she's like, I don't know if I can get up. <laughs> yeah. And then there's always the chubby people who all you want to be able to be seen is your chin up. Right. So we so position people in front of us. Else. Okay. You guys stand in front of us. You know, um, before this trip, I was really, there were two things that I was really concerned about. One, how is Julie going to do, uh, you know, without the kids for a week? Did not cry once. She was fine. I'm like, okay, now we're ready to tra- travel the world. And I 
kept telling we're him. On. He, like weeks before the trip, he's like, you know, this is going to be really hard, right? You know, this is going to be really hard. I'm like, could you stop? He insisted you want me to be miserable the whole time. Do you ever watch Modern Family where he's trying to make his wife break down? Yes. That's what it was like. Are you going to cry now? Are you going to cry now? Because he wanted her to cry. After we made it past the first day, I'm like, this is going to be a breeze. I've never, like, well, I haven't had a, uh, a break from being a mom, you know, since I was pregnant, yeah. ever. Besides, like, a 24-hour getaway. So I was really looking forward to, you know, not having to be in that sort of routine and being able to spend time alone with Corey. Well, I say alone, but you know what I mean. Right. Like, just being not a just couple. Dinner. Just being a couple and, and not being a foursome. Right. <laughs> And having so, that, you know, the adult interaction of other adults and, and yeah. not having the other burdens that go. Because yeah. a lot of times, if, if I had to sit down for three meals a day with my children and the group that we were with, I would not have been able to socialize. Yes. Because all my time would be taken up, you know, making sure that they're eating and that they're okay and not throwing food and straws and whatever else. So. Um, what did you do? Did you guys do FaceTime? We did. Skyped and FaceTime. We had to do it um, in the morning before we actually went on our adventure. And that's another thing that I was uh, concerned about with me because I'm not a morning person. Mm. So we, we did it in the morning because it, it was an appropriate time here in Orlando for them. So they weren't napping. But there was a Starbucks in the hotel in Hollywood. So mm. I was set. There's a couple of things that people never believe me when I tell them. First of all, they never believe that the, the adventure is going to start at 7 o'clock most mornings. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. The other thing they never believe is that you're going to become a group very quickly. That all of a sudden you take a group of what amounts to some strangers, and all of a sudden you become friendly and friends, and you've now got traveling companions. And the other thing they never believe me is that the days are busy, and you will be tired at the end of your oh, absolutely. There's all this, we're going to go out to Disneyland afterwards, and we're going to go on every ride. Well, I think most people did, People, especially people that it was their first time at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey and I were not those people. We were not those people. Because, either. I mean, we have been there. Um, you know, we have done a lot of things, but I wish that I hadn't have been so tired that I wouldn't have wanted to just go back to the hotel and go to bed. I wish I would have packed tennis shoes. I packed Converse, and at the end of the trip, my legs were killing me. No support, fine. Converse. Oh. I, I didn't think I'd be walking that much. <laughs> There's a lot, There's of, walking. A lot of walking. There's a, yeah, a lot of walking. Yeah. Well, you hear, well, where are we going to go? We'll go out drinking. What bars are open in downtown Disney? And I think to myself, I can't imagine y'all are going to be out that late. Right. You've been busy that day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the last night, Pete offered to buy a round of drinks in the hotel bar for everyone. And um, I think, what, maybe 15 people? Maybe. Oh, yeah. We, there was a lot of people, and there. I, I went, but I, I was like, okay, it was one drink and you were gone. No, I had water. I would say, for most <laughs> but even for me, it was one drink. And we, we did, did that. that. I, I we did thought. that in the bar in the Grand Californian. Yeah. yeah, we did that at the end of our trip too. It's like no one wants that to be over. You know, yeah. no one wants this to be the end. I had to excuse myself. I was like, I'm sorry, guys, I want to bed. But you, know? you can watch people fade as they sit there with their cocktail. Right. Exactly, and that's exactly what it was. But, um. I didn't, like, from you guys, I mean, I had expectations about, you know, we're going to go to Imagineering. We're going to go here. But I had no expectation about what I was going to see. I think probably high up on my list is the archives. And mostly because of the little birdcage that inspired Walt Disney to build the animatronics that we see today. Like Mr. Lincoln and um, all those things. And 
it is an antique he bought in New Orleans. So the fact that what inspired him, you know, came from somewhere that we can totally relate to was just awesome for me. Everybody has that moment. And it's something different for everybody. Mine was Imagineering. I could have stayed in that building all day. I cried at Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. Mm-hmm. I didn't cry in Walt Disney's apartment like everyone else was. Woo! <laughs> I mean, it was amazing and very cool to be there, but I didn't have that emotional reaction. There's something about that, too. They, um, they do a big fanfare about it. And most of what's in there is not authentic. Well, see, I'm very... Oh, yeah. I made a point to ask. Everywhere I go, I need to know what's original. Okay, right. what's been replaced? What what was in here? Because I don't, I, wanna, I don't want to see duplicates. I don't want to see reproductions. I want to see the real thing. And, and I made a point to ask, okay, what in here right. was here when he was here? And his bed is actually one of the things that was that the family didn't take. Mm-hmm. They, they came and they took you know, a they lot of... They left the music box, which was really beautiful. Yeah. Um, and, and even like the, like the stuff in the kitchen, like the hot plate and all that, that's, that's still original. Right. His, his little grilled cheese maker. <laughs> it, with me, it was in the archives. There's a little shelf where there's stuff that was taken off his desk that was actually on Walt's desk. And there's a pair of his reading glasses. Right. See, yeah, that stuff, that's really fa- cool. I'm fascinated by that and stuff. And I just stood there and all of a sudden it was... It, you can see it all, and it's all part of a big picture. But that like zeroed in; it was very real. That's a very right. personal Absolutely. thing. Your glasses are like—that's not something you share with other people, no. you know. And it's like these were his reading glasses, and yeah. to and me, like, it was just his camera too. Right, and, and they, they they have a picture next to the camera of him with that camera, mm-hmm. so right. it becomes very real. That wow, this is his camera. So I always need to find out what's what's original and what's not. We, we walk, excuse me. When we went through the Disney Family Museum, I was going to say that there's all of the artifacts. There's a lot of artifacts from Disneyland, but then there's a charm bracelet that he gave his daughter Diane for her 16th birthday, and you think to yourself, she didn't keep that. It's, well, yeah, <laughs> obviously she did. I mean, I know she's but... much older than 16, and now it's in a museum. Yeah. Julie, they have the, the buttons off his great-grandmother's wedding dress. You would enjoy the Family Museum for that aspect yeah. of it. There's a right. lot of authentic pieces there. There's even actual furniture from the apartment. Well, there's a, there's Yeah. They have the furniture. when you The entrance to the museum, it probably changes. But as we went in, they have a giant photo of Walt's apartment in Disneyland. And it's some of the furniture that you can see in the photo, mm. which was very cool. Having just been to his apartment. You know, in the beginning of the trip, uh, the first day, you know, you walk out, you go to Grauman's, you see the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The touristy stuff. Actually, Sissy Spacek was getting a star that day. So that was kind of cool, if you know who she is. Corey didn't. I Still did. doesn't. She, well, Carrie. She played in Carrie. Cause I didn't know who me. she is, but when was the last time she was in anything? <laughs> Shut up. Besides cement. She's in the help. <laughs> is she in the help? Coming up, yeah. Really? Oh, right. so Good for her, then. She was in four weddings, in a, uh, or four Christmases, too. Yeah. Oh. So, I mean, it was, that was really kind of cool to see that, you know, they were getting all prepared, and it was, it was all, you know, scrubbing it off and cleaning it. Um, you know those then, stars cost them $25,000? Yeah, or more. For yeah, it's star. Like, <laughs> right. So, you know, the soda fountain was the soda fountain. I mean, like, they met, let someone make a black and white milkshake or something like that, and everyone tasted it, but... When we went into the El Capitan, you know, they're showing us all this stuff. Then we actually go onto the stage. They brought up the big, giant gold organ. 
And we had someone in our group who knows how to play the organ. I heard Jeff. That. Jeff. Yeah, that's really of Jeff cool. and Stacy. I'm not even going to try to pronounce their last name. Um, that was, I think, really cool to have at the beginning of the trip where someone actually had a moment. You know, that, he said it really cool. low in the back. You can hear him. Like, I know how to play the organ. Yeah, and then it got louder. And then you know, somebody's like, "We have somebody who knows how to play the organ," and, and we really all just kind of parted. Yeah, he really, I don't think, wanted to like be like, "Let me play." Right, 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 right. Because it was an honor for him. He even said, "This is an honor to be able to play this." I mean, that's neat. Stacy was filming and crying, and it was very moving. He and played zippity doo dah. Yeah. Oh, neat! Because on ours, he like brought it up, and then it was like he hurried up and put it down, like. Nobody was allowed to oh, see really? it. Oh, really? We got to walk We'd... all around it. He opened no. up the back of it so we could see how it worked. Oh, it's funny. Then when we were there in February, we were in the audience when they brought it up. You had to be sitting yeah. down. Oh, we came and from the stage. Was, oh, there was a gentleman who came up out of the stage Oh, oh the Mickey lift. And he played it for oh, us. No, so no I think, we didn't even get that. So what this tells people should get too is that it's never the same yeah. exact trip. Right. We have people who have been on... Uh, do, uh, we have a couple of folks who have been on two in a year because they're so different each time. Yeah. And that day they were they were going I think it was Cars 3 was was what they were showing. What were they showing? Cars 3, Corey, Cars 3. Cars Cars 2, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All these uh 1, 2 and 3s. They were showing uh, Cars 2 and they they gave us the um like a preview they of the curtain show. show. The curtain show. Oh, that was cool. God, yeah, awesome. the curtain yeah, we show didn't was get cool. that e- get anything like I that. I put either. it on my Facebook page if you want to see it. It depends on the movie. Whatever's playing at the time, yeah. if it has a uh, curtain show, they'll play it. Play yeah, it for I think you. there wasn't anything coming up for like a month when so, we were there. I mean, this is again part of the whole thing is you never really know. You know the steps of it and where you're going to go, but it's always different. Now, when we went the first time, we toured Jimmy Kimmel. We did too. The second time, when we just went in February, they were out on vacation for um, President's Week. So it, the whole studio was closed, and we took a tour of Hollywood in these open-air vans. I would have liked that better. Me too. Um, so it's different. Each time is different. I understand Jimmy Kimmel walked past your group. He did. He did. Didn't say hi. Didn't, didn't look. Didn't wave. I'm sorry. If, if I were coming into work and there was like a group, I'd be like, hey, guys, hope you're having a good time, and go on my way. Right. Well, that was we went that night. Teresa talked me into going to Jimmy Kimmel, and I thought that was neat. That was a once-in-a-lifetime thing. And I've seen Jimmy Kimmel, what, hundreds of times? And I always thought he was like the funniest human being on the planet. And when we did the show that night, in between segments, he just sat there and like picked at his fingernails. Never addressed the audience. Never did Didn't anything. Didn't even look at you? No. No. No, no. It was like, we're on, we're on. Everybody applaud. Whoa. Camera's off. And he'd become like this robotic, I don't I w- care about anything. I went to see David Letterman one time. And during the commercial breaks, it, first of all, it's about 40 degrees in the theater. He insists on having it very chilly in there. You could see your breath. And during the breaks, he would take his suit jacket off and throw it on the floor and walk backstage. And he would come back out, and his dresser would come out and re- put his suit coat on, brush him off, button him up, touch up his makeup, and go on. Yeah. But every time there was a commercial, he took his coat off and threw it on the floor. Not handed it to the someone. Diva. At least it's funny. <laughs> but I think... You know, I imagine it wouldn't be after I, a while. I tried to rationalize it and say, okay, he's conserving or maybe yeah, for the show. Hopefully he's... Because like, it's a daily show. Thinking yeah. about yeah. what he's going to talk but, about. But I, I, I'm having a hard time watching it now. I'm sorry. For the money that those people make, he could be a little more lively. Look at what we do in between breaks. We talk. We don't sit, sit yeah. here and pick our fingernails. Well, and they. <laughs> 
I, I don't know. I'm not interested in seeing that because after seeing the taping of Ellen, it, it, like I am not the kind of person who likes to see how all that works on TV. Just let me watch my TV show. We went and had dinner on our own that night. We just found we found a place on a TripAdvisor called Providence. It's like Corey found a place. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I consider myself a foodie. I I like to try new things, exotic things. If you know, if it's not dog, I'll eat it. And this place was really awesome. Was it within walking distance of the hotel? It was a thirteen dollar cab right away, yeah, right up the far. street. At first, we were going to go to Spago, but that was that's pretty far from the the Renaissance. I mean, that's yeah. that's in Beverly Hills. And we didn't know if we wanted to stray that far away from the from the hotel. If we had a rental car, maybe. So we found a, a close place, and that was a great a great dinner, a great night on our own date night. I think our one and only date night that trip. Well, I mean, we went on a, a triple date. <laughs> hey, the whole week was date night. You didn't have your kids with you. <laughs> You're right. I mean, I actually really enjoyed you know sitting down with different people. Which is funny though, because a couple of times we ended up with uh, the Stammies and. Uh, you know, Jen, her mom, yeah. Debbie, and Billy. Am I right about that? We tried to do that. We tried to be and with Danica as many people. And Leah. Yeah. And then Michael ended up sitting with us, too, one of the guides. Um, but it just happens. People yeah. just sit down. Yeah, it's not, it's, there's none of this. It's not like, oh, I'm going to sit with you. Or right, exactly. Sit with me or don't sit here. I'm just kind of because you file in, basically, right. and whatever is going on, you know, tables are taken, whatever. Right, right. It just kind of happens, but... Max the dog is doing his Ann Miller imitation. Yeah, really. yeah. So how how'd you like Henson Studios? I <laughs> see. I was looking forward to Imagineering. I, thought I, I was going to see Big Bird. <laughs> yeah, no, but you don't have them no more. That's I found it was interesting, but you know, I I had Imagineering on my mind. I mean, even though it was the next day, I. I mean, I'm totally into the Henson Muppets and puppets, and like I grew up with all of that, you know, but. I mean, they showed us how Sid the Science Kid works, mm-hmm. and that was pretty interesting, but I don't watch that show. Like, my kids don't, don't watch that, and of course, like, I'm not into it. I love the history of it. I love the exclusivity of it. Yeah. The fact that they don't really provide tours like this. I had a, in, I, I had a moment there, too. Did you see the old barn at the back of the... Mm-hmm. Charlie Chaplin built that. Right. right. That's, that's pretty cool. And I think and that's on the historic registry. Right. I think that, that was the coolest part for me. And I thought that was just very interesting. I thought it was, they told us that Karen Carpenter supposedly haunts, what is it, uh, what's <laughs> the name of the record? Chapel or whatever. The studio. Yeah, yeah. A&M. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was cool. See, that's what I, I love, like, seeing the barn that he built. I, I love that, the history of that. You know, we if we could have went in there. That was I know my favorite part was learning right about what they talked about as far as Charlie Chaplin was concerned. And then at the end, after lunch, they did, um, you know, he showed us how to, how he works the puppet with the camera, like, making him go forward and backward and looking around. And then we had someone who, this was, like, on her bucket list to visit the Jim Henson Studios. It's how her friend got her to come on the trip. Eileen mm. is her name. And she... Totally wanted to do the puppet. So we all agreed, let her do it. It's her dream. <laughs> she was so funny. It's a lot harder than it looks, apparently, because she got the puppet up, and she had a bird, and he had a panda. And you need to, like, you know, face it to look at the camera. <laughs> and the bird the whole time was, like, pointing away, looking up. And it's he, opposite. So he kept, to... the little panda kept saying, what are you looking at? <laughs> I don't see what you're looking at, you it know? It was really funny. Like, trying to get her to do things. That guy is hilarious. Though. Yeah, he does funny. He's funny. Does he's he not, words. Does he not look like a cross? Okay, I told him this, too. I said, you look like a cross of Emilio Estevez and Michael Douglas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And I told him, I said, the whole day I've been looking at you, it's all I could think about. And he's like, well, thank you. (laughs) I don't want to give away too many secrets because I'm pretty sure there's going to be another Diz Unplugged trip to Backstage Magic. So we don't want to give away secrets of what you saw. That's not a secret. I understand. I was talking about moving forward. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Yeah, we we know. What, What I want to point out, too, is this is a good example, again, of there's something for everybody. So it's like, okay, you went to Henson Studios and it wasn't like your big thing that you wanted to see or do. But, but it was for cool. other people, it was yeah. the wow moment. Right. I mean, we know, we've talked to people who that they went crazy. They had lunch in the recording studio. Yeah, we did. That was really neat. Even That's s- something we didn't do. Even had that old smell. That's <laughs> where we are, the rec- we are the World was recorded. Yeah. No, 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 no. We didn't have not in the music recording oh, studio. Right. For the sound it was stage? in the sound studio where they do Sid the Science Kid. Yeah, we uh, did that. Okay, yeah. I thought you had it actually in the. We did not. We had under a tent. We had under a tent outside where the mm-hmm. parking where the cars are parked. Oh, yeah. So this tour is always evolving yep. into something bigger and well, better. Already, you've done things that we didn't do. Right. So, what'd you think? Of, did you do waltz trains? Did you ride? Yeah, we did. We did. What'd uh, you think? I thought it was great. It was it was a very very hot day. Talking about going out to the barn and visiting. And but you could see the highlights for me in that trip was uh, like going into the barn and seeing the actual bench that he made. Yeah, that he built. You know, I like to the fact that you can touch something that Walt touched. So I'm not I'm not so into trains. I can appreciate that Walt appre- that Walt loved trains. Yeah, I feel bad. I was totally zoning out because it felt like I was in a sauna in that barn. I heard the barn was really like yeah. crazy hot. That day. See. And I'm of the feeling that they could take the trains out of Disney World. Who cares? I'm not a train person. Yeah. It's not something that interests me. But I enjoyed seeing, I enjoyed talking to the people who were working there. Because they are passionate. It's their passion. Yeah. I mean, they don't get paid to do that. Right. Yeah, I enjoyed it because it was something that Walt had a hand in. Right. That you could see that Walt had done something with this. And when we were on the train cars going around, I was like crying and smiling at the, the same mm-hmm. time because it was like, wow. You know, I got to do something that Walt did. Yeah, I mean, I know that I know that that barn was picked up and you know disassembled, and they rebuilt it, and that eighty percent of it is still original. You know, I enjoy knowing that okay, eighty percent of this is original. Okay, that that sink right there is mm-hmm. the actual sink that he washes hands in. I like to know that stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the trains, I I want to know the original trains. Is this the one that he built, or is this a reproduction? Mm-hmm. You know, more so than the inner workings of Didn't the train. His train is at the family museum, right? I, I thought that's don't what they told have us. The answer to that. Here's the deal. I thought if that's it what they was told a train us. in the museum, it's not my thing, so I didn't, you look didn't even at notice. It. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I care more about you know the stuff. I don't care how a train works. Mm-hmm. I care more about okay, the wall touch it. <laughs> and there was like there was weird things like for, scraping for DNA. Uh, I, yeah, you know that's. I understand completely. There are weird things for us in that. We on the bus ride up, you pass Forest Lawn, and it's like, okay, well, that's where Walt's buried. And you think to yourself, okay, that to some extent had a different meaning to me than going to see the trains. You can't go into Forest Lawn as a group, right? It's a private cemetery. Well, that's like from, Nancy took Nikki. That's different than a tour bus going yeah. in. Mm-hmm. From um, I believe from Disney Studios, you can see the hospital he was in. Yes, yes you can too. So. The hospital he died in. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's interesting. I mean, it's, it's like. Great. It's interesting. You didn't know he died? Yes, I did. But <laughs> well, when they took us, I mean, how depressing. Did they show you the? the did you go by the merry-go-round? 
which was like the start of all this for Walt. We didn't do it. Our trip. Well, I don't remember. They were, they were building us up to do that. And here there was construction going on, but just being in the neighborhood Mm -hmm. to, to think back that this all started because Walt wanted someplace to take his daughters Mm -hmm. that, yeah, you know, if he hadn't had that thought where he didn't have to just sit and watch. But I said, as we went by, I was in tears just knowing that I was in that area that, this is where it all started. We can talk about all the other stuff that Walt ever did, but if he wouldn't have had that thought, you know, like he could have had the thought that he needed to go down to the, the coast and watch the boats come in, and where would we all be? On a boat. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for a Disney fan, I mean, this is the tour. Oh, for sure. So you get to the studios. You get to the studios and you get to Imagineering. Is this it now? Have you reached That's back also up? a big day. The day you go to the studios and to it is a big day. That's that's a busy day. Oh, this is the best. Michael was wearing he ch- changed pens every day, and he was wearing a Buzz Lightyear pen. Julie cracks herself up, and so like I'm, I'm looking <laughs> at him and I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, Michael, I know what your theme should be today because you know how Buzz Lightyear he does this little stand and he's like to infinity and beyond, and I told him to Imagineering and beyond, and I, he he did it for me and everything. <laughs> every day there's a theme. For those of you who don't know, yeah, the um, Imagineering. Cool. I, you know, I think we were in the studios. My head was still in Imagineering. Yeah, I, I just wish I could have taken some photos in there. You, sp- you need to leave everything in the on the bus. You're not supposed to take any photos or anything. You know, I even forgot to check in on Facebook. I'm like, I don't want to take my phone out and they think I'm taking He's photo- photos. So I went in the bathroom and checked in. <laughs> uh, so. Nothing creepy there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I. The studios were it was awesome too. That was I think one of the best lunches. I think that was yeah, and it was quite difficult getting down the hallway because there's all these posters surrounding you for movies and rides and you know everything is very cool looking and so it's taking you forever to get down the hallway. <laughs> um, were you brothers and sisters fans? Did you watch brothers and sisters? On mm, okay, not a fan. We point out a lot of places in the studios and actually where you ate lunch is where a lot of the scenes were filmed there so the outdoor scenes it was a coffee shop in the show so out on the patio outside the commissary a lot of the scenes from brothers and sisters were filmed there they would stick like a chalkboard with the coffee specials behind them yeah they tell you it's a working studio so if you see somebody you you recognize don't take photos of that was one of my favorite parts of the trip was the studios yeah I could have stayed in the archives all day. Oh, my gosh. When we were at Walt Disney Studios, when we were eating, they had Walt's chili on the soup bar. Really? Really? So that's what I had, and that's the best thing I had. I didn't know he had a chili. We didn't have a good experience. His favorite food was chili and beans, supposedly, and he carried it everywhere he went because he was never sure if he could get it wherever he was. Didn't he eat it out of a can? Wasn't Mm -hmm. that like the big thing, too? He would heat up the can. Our, our lunch in the commissary was very, very rushed. I don't know. We weren't. We rushed. heard that they've changed it. We had a lot of time. We finished early. We went and sat on a bench and yeah. just we FaceTimed. We actually Skyped with the kids yeah. on the bench. Yeah. When we were there in February, uh, we had ten minutes, and literally oh, and people had their food taken away from them. It's time to go. Oh wow! And you guys were talking about it. We had some some different happenings at the studios that day. Um, Scott. Wait, was it? It was, it was David. David. Okay, it was David. He had an allergic reaction. Mm-hmm. Right? To something. To something. You don't know well, what Well, we is. figured out maybe it was the tea he had because it was the only thing that was new. Like, he he said pretty much everything he ate had before. And but it was I, a weird mixture It was a weird tea, mixed yeah. tea, and it was a giant can of it. Um, I saw a couple of pe- different people actually drinking it. 
and yeah they had to yeah a cop comes by i'm like uh-oh somebody in our group's taking photos of celebrities and actually <laughs> nope someone in our group is about to have <laughs> go into anaphylactic been, shock my first thought would have been where's kevin <laughs> who's he harassing now uh he, yeah, turned he actually out. spent the day in the hunt he spent the yes, day in the did. hospital and our, our, our guide stayed with him Jamie stayed with him. And what was really nice, he, yeah. he took him on a, they took, uh, Jamie they took him back. on a private tour yep. of the studios. So, so they, they actually miss. So if you want a private anything. tour on, on your fake ADD sick. trip, fake a heart attack or something. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's talk a little bit about Imagineering. Just so you know, David's fine, by the way. David is fine. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Imagineering. He has an EpiPen now. There's stuff that we don't want to talk about. We don't want to ruin surprises. However... One of the things they always do is they show you the models of something. Oh, yeah. Was it Fantasyland again? It was, but we also, they were working on the model for the mine train. Uh, they we, were actually, we actually got to see a model car of it, the, too. Um, oh, that's awesome. The foam. Now, when we were there, you know the, the characters that hang off the back of a Disney ship? Yeah. You know how on the back? Oh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. We saw them working on the characters for the dream. The first time we were there. That's cool. I think we saw gargoyles from a castle or something, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. And that's yeah. one thing that's always changing always for changes. Imagineering because the um, you know they have the the model of Fantasyland, then they move it up to a larger version. Mm-hmm. So that was that's where they were working on the um, the mine train, and they had a working a ride vehicle that they test in the parking lot, and the ride vehicle kind of sways back and forth, side that's to cool. side. It was okay. really. It was There's really rumors neat. out that they're having issues with that that they might just have to go to a regular car so i don't know he didn't say it's really it looked fun it's it's definitely a working place it's not staged you're not walking through and seeing things that they set up just for you that room full of animatronic busts is a little creepy see i could have stayed in the the model room all day just looking at the heads from the neck up staring at you (laughs) (laughs) just looking at the model and seeing the details that go into it you know you know, even the detail of okay, where are we going to put an ice cream cart? Mm. I'm like, this is so, so awesome. You know, and seeing the, you know, seeing the printouts of what the design looks like, and seeing the board of okay, we're going to choose these colors and where they got their inspiration from mm-hmm. for the colors. I mean, I could have stayed in there all day, and so my head was, you know, my head was still in Imagineering. It's a tough place because you think I just want to look at everything. I know if there was so much to absorb. Right. Just give me ten minutes on my own. Yeah, there was so much to absorb in there, and, and I don't think spending a month in there you could absorb everything. Yeah. Very very cool. We um, did. Uh, did you see any of the other Imagineers there? No, just mm-hmm. our guide, who was who was guiding us around. Yeah, just him. Yeah, and then after that, of course, we went to Mickey's of Glendale. The- well, the sound guy too. When we were there, um, have you ever heard the name Ub Iwerks? He was heavily involved in the early years of Disney. And uh, was it his grandson? His grandson is working his as grandson an Imagineer. grandson is an Imagineer there, and we got to talk to him, mm. which yeah. was very interesting. Yeah, then you go to Mickey's again, Glendale, and did Pete spend all the money? No, he did not spend the most money. Oh, this is like his fifth trip. So um, what's left? I was the first person to check out. Everyone else was still shopping. I got my book. I found a pen that I wanted. It was Mr. Toad. He's a sorcerer. And uh, a shirt. And I was like, I'm set. And we checked out separately so we could each use our the 40% off, you know. When you first go in, they give you a coupon for 40% off of yeah. any single item. Right. So if you buy one of those big things, it really pays off. Too. Exactly. I bought a suitcase. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So were there... Um were there shoppers in your group? Oh my gosh, yes. I think the winner was uh, 
the winner spent a thousand dollars. Just under. As, as a couple. A triple. Mom, dad, daughter. Yeah, but then, uh, then the Shaws spent I think a thousand too. So or just under. Yeah, <laughs> they were they were just under the Stamies. Yeah. Yeah. So we had yeah. some shoppers, I but not it. not like fifteen hundred to a two thousand dollars shoppers. So our group had them beat. Our first group. Yeah, they went a little crazy. Well, there was a sale rack also, so maybe yeah. that maybe that helped oh, out. the price down. There was a whole there was a whole table full of pins on sale and Shirts. shirt racks mm. all on sale. Yeah, that and Pete actually said it was the first time he'd ever seen that. I've never seen it. This is a store where only. People who work in Imagineering can shop. And we saw people in there shopping. And it's mm-hmm. who actually work there. Imagineer. A couple times a year they open it up to other people. But and it's D twenty three gets to go on a special occasion. They had several racks in the back with like a big tarp over it that was all uh, the D twenty three expo merchandise oh. that they had to like lock away from us. They wouldn't even let you look at it. <laughs> you were trying to peek through it. Like no, would, no no no. That wouldn't have appealed to me as much as the Imagineering stuff. Yeah. Things you can only get there. Cool. So then you head to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the the bus ride. We did record a show, but the um, the one gig memory stick uh, it ran out, and then something happened. He couldn't get the other things to work. I think we recorded like thirty minutes, maybe. maybe. We were asking questions on the bus, so I don't know if that show is going to go up or not. But we um, we did talk to everybody on the bus, most of the people. It, it's amazing a- how shy people become yeah. when you throw a microphone in their face, right? <laughs> you had some people. I think most of the people who spoke spoke more than once. You know, like you had your people who felt a little more comfortable talking, obviously. And did Nancy Johnson follow you in her car? <laughs> no, no. We didn't see Nancy till the, the last day at breakfast. No, so. we saw her in Hollywood. Yeah. Do you not remember? Yeah, no. Oh. But again, I'm oh, not, yeah, oh, I'm not oh. again. And so the first night you get there, you go to uh, Steakhouse 55. Yes. We you know, on the itinerary, it says what the wine cellar. Uh, that's, not, Point. that's totally not even uh, well, there anymore. That whole building's gone. Yeah. Right. That whole center. So we went to Steakhouse 55. And the last time we were there, we didn't enjoy Steakhouse okay. 55. Mm-hmm. I, I thought my meal was great. It just wasn't enough for me. So I actually ordered We had three food or four in addition. people at our table who had to send their steak back to be warmed mm-hmm. because it was cold. Very surprising because the first time we went was incredible. Then the second time we went was awful. And then we had a bad meal. There's, there, two, so. there's two words that don't really go together for me. Steak and cute. I don't want to call my steak cute because it's, it's so <laughs> tiny. I mean, I, could, I, I really could have, I could have finished my steak with a, with a toothpick. So that tells you right there. I mean, he had a prime rib for dessert. He ordered his own and paid for it. <laughs> I, I didn't want to be hungry. But I also I felt that, uh, the, in, anyway, the person who waited on us, Gloria, I kept having to hail Gloria down. Gloria, Gloria, <laughs> like, just, you know. Water glasses empty, you know, wine glasses empty, not even ask if you want another glass or, you know, it's... It's a weird thing for me because I find, first of all, you're rushed. Yeah. You get back and you got a quick change and you got to quick meet everybody. And it's a walk. I mean, you're walking from California, um, the Grand Californian all the way to the opposite side of the Disneyland Hotel, then all the way to uh, Disneyland Park. To watch Fantasmic. Yeah. I find it very, very strange. And you think the Double Tree Resort is within walking distance of the park universal? Oh, yeah. So you go to yeah. Disneyland and you, you see Fantasmic and you do that whole stuff, and they do very cool stuff during the, the Disneyland portion of it. Um, you do some backstage stuff at Disneyland. Did you guys know about that? Well, we I- knew we were going to go backstage, but. 
Corey and I both, I mean, like, the most interesting thing for me was when we went, you know, to see, like, the animals. How they kind of cover them and make them look real. I mean, we talked to a man about biodiesel for like 20 minutes, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm like, I'm so trained out right now. Like, just. (laughs) I mean, he was very knowledgeable, and he was very excited about his biodiesel, but I could have cared less. Yeah, it's it's very hot backstage, too, because it's all um, blacktop. So it was a very, very hot day. I mean, we were all chugging water. It's also so different from Worlds backstage. Yeah. And having been backstage as cast members and mm-hmm. being on tours, it's kind of, it falls flat to yeah. me. Mm, it's, it's, totally not, it's not like touring the tunnels. Right. Yeah. yeah, there's no tunnel. I mean, and then, you know, you go over to where the horses are, and I don't really understand what the point of that was at all, because we didn't get to look at any horses. It has to do with it's the original barn and it's the original horse thing and part of the family that trained them. Is yeah, still there I mean, and, all and they that. talked about it, but and then they make you sit in this tiny little living room where you can't even see and hardly what's going on. And then at least they there's let, definitely they let you sit. They were kind yeah. of like, don't sit. There's in definitely first. something for really? everybody. They let us sit. We couldn't go in that living room. Oh, really? Yeah. They huh. brought us in and let us sit down. And we even got a, like a little leather thing. The um. You know, I like looking backstage and asking questions about things like with the um, the like the Matterhorn bobsleds. Those are being redone, and they had a few of those back there. And I was kind of asking a guy, okay, so what's going to happen with the new ones? Basically, taking them off his spiel and saying, okay, what's going to happen with all this? So he kind of explained, you know, what what they're going to be doing with the new ones. Uh, you're going to actually have something coming over your shoulders on the new ones, and it's going to be smoother and hold three people. So I I kind of like to nosy and poke around i would have much rather you know them take us on a bunch of rides well they do give you a lot of fast passes and that's a great thing and also the even though the fast passes say they need to be used this day you can use them the next day too i understand the last night you guys had a little issue with world of color yes yes we did our dinner ran long they do this thing let me just set this up they do this thing where during the whole Disneyland portion people want to go see World of Color Mm -hmm. that's a big thing so you say are we going to go see World of Color when can we go see World of Color and they do this sort of coy well we're going to work our magic blah 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 and it's like just tell me just tell me if you're going to go or not and it's always after the the last dinner yeah the the farewell dinner the farewell dinner so I'm going to tell you sorry but we weren't leaving there until like the show was at nine and it was like eight forty-five. Okay. So we're running basically like, you know, scurrying like little mice everywhere trying to get there. And we couldn't go From through Disneyland yeah. hotel. We couldn't, yeah. We couldn't go through. No. Yeah. We couldn't cut. We, we were actually making perfect time. Yeah, we would have been perfect. We were You're, doing just fine. Um, we were cutting through the uh, Grand California lobby and then you go through that, the side entrance right into Cal- California Adventure. Adventure, yeah. Well, for some reason... There was some sort of issue and we couldn't enter there. We couldn't enter there. So the only way to get in, you had to circle all the way around. You know how far that is to mm-hmm. go through downtown Disney. And then... So we, we basically missed the show. So they stopped us. We're not... You know, we're going to go to the 1030 show. Um, but... So we went back up to the room, packed a little bit, and met everybody yeah. at 1030 show. Where it was, was great. Your, where was your farewell dinner? It was at Paradise Pier. Oh, okay. Paradise Pier. Yeah, in one of I the you said uh, it was in the crystal okay. room or yeah. something. Yeah, that was great. I, yeah, it I was loved, I love the farewell dinner. You know, the food was great. The um, the we, they even had somebody doing um, animation artwork yeah. for us. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's a surprise or not. If we should not now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was your name Stacia Martin? Yes. Yes. 
It surely She's was. Awesome. And again, that's one of those things where they, you know, could change. It could be something different. So keep no, that in mind. same lady. I was just surprised to hear in speaking to somebody who had went. I was surprised to hear they gave you 15 minutes to get from the Paradise Pier back there. Even if you guys were had, could go through the Grand Californian, there's a lot of people that time of night. Yeah. Everybody's jammed in. Yeah. I think actually it was more like 8.30 and they told us to meet in the lobby at 8.45. Oh. So 8.30 to 8.45 to get back to the hotel and then from there. And well, that would have been plenty of time to cut through and get to our spot for World of Color. But well, See, I'm not even sure it, it was... It was our guide's fault or Adventures by Disney's fault oh, because fault. because at the you know at the farewell dinner everybody goes around and, and tells their you know their highlights and what they enjoyed about the trip mm-hmm. and you know we had some talkers in our group and it went a little long the, I think. so I think you know you can't to, cut people off right so I think maybe just I think we I, can. I think we all talk too much and then they showed the slideshow and then it's like okay wrap it up let's go but if they say okay we're going to see World of Color tonight after our farewell dinner. We could see the later show. We could see the earlier show. Giving you a choice would have been right, better. Yeah, right. Um, I world so, of world of color. I was just going to say, what did you think? Loved it. it. Yeah, it I was, thought it was, it was amazing. Awesome. This is one of those things where I never thought I was going to like it as much as I did. No, it really. In videos that they had put out, I'm there like, nah, I could care less if I see world of color. And Pete was like, I can't wait to see it because I know that's not the way you're going to feel once you see it. And it, it's. A hundred percent better when you can see it in person than what it shows on those videos. And if I could do it all over again, I'm glad that we did the 1030 show because they didn't have as, uh, you know, it wasn't as crowded in that area. I know we had our reserved area, but it still, it wasn't that crowded. What? I thought it was super crowded. I cannot believe the amount of people they squeeze around that lagoon. It's, it just. But we had nobody behind us. I'm sure at the nine o'clock. There would have been people lined up behind even our little... Even behind our rope? Yeah. No, that's a pathway. They weren't letting anyone there. Because we had to tell them we were with Adventures by Disney for them to even let us into the area. Oh, okay. I was too busy locking phones to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. That was... Yeah. Because there were people behind us in another roped-off area, but it was across the pathway. Yeah, I think it blows illuminations away. It really does. It's incredible. I mean, it really is. It's- they could do something like that on that Epcot Lagoon. Get rid of that horrible ball. That takes a million years to get to the center. Unfortunately, I think to get those effects, you have to have that low water level, and you have to have. The, so I don't know if I want to see them screw up Epcot to have that kind of show. Yeah, I think it's great that there's something different in each place. I, th- right. I like the I like the fact that you can only see that there. Mm. When we were there in February, Tron was out, and at the end of the show, there was a, a, a Tron finale. And what they did was they used all of the structure of California Screaming, and there were lights and things on the structure. So it was it was literally amazing. And when I saw it this time, I had only ever seen it the once, so I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't there. But it's a spectacular show. Yeah. It. It really and is. I like the fact that they add new things to it. They put in the new Pirates movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was all yes, that that's really movie. cool. So I guess he's the, like, I hope everybody saw that because I'm not doing it again, Jack Sparrow. Cool. That was cute. <laughs> and I think that also is part of the technology that they have. They can put in new stuff right. without it completely being a completely new show. Yeah, World of Color was a great finale to the trip, you know, even after the farewell dinner. That was just an awesome finale. Yeah, it, it really was. I mean, we had. Would you a, do it again? The trip? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I. Because now I know, just from talking to you guys and even from hearing um, stories from past trips that things change all the time and you know there's already you know 
things in the in the making for changing up the next one. Yeah. You know, things things will change. Um, like for the Hollywood day, you know, I'm not going to say what, but no, I mean, but, yeah, things are changes in the works. Yeah. For sure, yeah. I just want to say like a few of, a few of my favorite things. Um, Animation Academy, you know, drew Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to enjoy that as much as I did. And I love that. it was awesome. I loved it. And so everyone holds up their yeah. drawing at the end of the class. Corey drew Donald Duck. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> I was the bad kid sitting in the back. So nobody can look over my shoulder to see what I was doing. <laughs> oh, she said that was the first time that ever happened to her. The, the artist. Um, I got to dance with Baloo the Bear. That was really fun for me because you guys know I'm a huge fan of the old, older Disney movies. Was that the morning of the Goodbye Morning where they? Yeah, at um, Baloo Goofy's Kitchen and other. Oh, Goofy's Kitchen. It's right. Baloo's a, not, last day, not the Goodbye yeah, Morning. Not the Chippendale random character. No. Know. And Brother Boar. Brother Boar. <laughs> I thought I didn't know what was on his neck. I like thought he had a trach or something. I'm like, why is the bear? I'm sorry. I guess I, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, what is that from there afar? There are some random characters wandering around breakfast that I had no idea who they were. Just <laughs> <laughs> got a bear suit and go walk around. We saw Mulan. Yeah, what we up? did see Mulan. At, at, at Goofy's, Goofy's Kitchen. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? She was that, beautiful. Yeah. There's, there's some you don't see. And she see. was flirting with Corey. Did you cut her? <laughs> no. <laughs> Any other highlights? Um... Yeah, I know Pete doesn't like the Grand California, but I actually love the we hotel. We love it. We do too. And the uh, Renaissance. Think, we love the Renaissance. Yeah, it's I a fabulous it's place. Yeah. Um, you know, we all bonded over Kermit hands. Okay, they're asking on the boards if you'll do it for them. It was like, a, oh, well, I was I was going to do like a tribute, but okay. I'm sorry, ruined it. So anyway, you know, it just kind of happened after Jim Henson. And, you know, like Michael, he, you know, he's like, okay, when you guys get excited, he's like, do Kermit hands for me. And so, like, that just lasted throughout the whole trip. Like, every time he would say something, we would all go, (laughs) (laughs) The people on the trip know what we just did. Um, And so we actually, when we got to go on Tower of Terror, you know, it's a whole bunch of members of your group. And going on Tower of Terror with a whole bunch of people that you know is a lot of fun, Mm -hmm. especially when the person next to you is scared to death. (laughs) So our little person putting us on the elevator our cast member i think he thought he was like some sort of fabulous mime actor and loads us on the elevator trying to keep a straight face trying to keep a straight face you know and be like stern because it's tower of terror and so he gets down to the last row checking the seat belts he's like put your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care and we all did kermit heads at him and screamed and he like ran out of the elevator (laughs) i don't think he knew what was going on so that was a highlight for me yeah, that was I mean, our, like our common things. our common thing that the group had. I mean, and these are things you can't plan right, ahead of time. Exactly. These are things that just happened. And inside jokes, inside right. stuff comes about for your group. It's yeah, it's great. It was. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. I'm glad you guys had a good time. And like you said, we are planning some of these for next year, and hopefully we'll get them changed up enough that people who have traveled with us before will travel with us again. Yeah. And Marty Squire was. I forgot to mention Marty. He was he was wonderful as usual. He signed. He was. He's always very he gracious. Signed and posed for photos for everybody. That was great. Amazing uh, the amount of time he could spend with us and not be a diva about it. And you think he easily could, but Marty is great. All right, again, thank you guys for sharing your experiences with us, and thank you everybody for listening. That'll do it for this segment, and that'll do it for this week's show. Um, we hope you join us for the next show, which is going to be our email edition. Thank you. Bye. Cue the music. Come on. Ah. <laughs>